Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. J Train Jared Free coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this show. That's right. It doesn't work without you. These are user-generated emails. You are the the wood that goes into the J train that burns and makes the engine go. You like how I paint a picture? I'm that's I'm I'm a man of the words. I, I I'm a wordsmith. I know what I'm doing here. And listen, if if you haven't shared, if I just thanked you and you're like, why is he thanking me? I haven't shared with anybody. You're wrong. You're wrong, E. You're in wrongville. Population you. So share. Let someone know. Let so you know there might be an email in here that connects with you because you were at brunch and you were like, oh my God, Sally was just saying the same thing. Send it to Sally. Send it to Sally. Sits. Send it to Sally. Sits. That's our motto here from now on. We're here every Monday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if I just thanked you, uh, get on it. Um, I'm on the road. I'm on the road again. If you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Mohegan Sun. I, I, I've been going to Mohegan Sun for years. I love the club. It's inside a casino. I say Mohegan Sun because if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you don't live close enough to know. It is a huge motherfucking casino. Okay? So if you live in the area, come. I think it's, I would consider it the southern coast of Connecticut. I mean, it's like half hour from New London. So New London, I, I, it's hard. What town do you even say? I don't know. So Mohegan Sun, uh, Baltimore, Maryland, Timonium. See, I say Baltimore, you know, to, you know, if you recognize Baltimore, you should know Timonium. Richmond, Virginia, coming to the Sandman Comedy Club. I'm coming back, Richmond. Uh, Boston, we added a second show. First one sold out. Get the tickets now, please. If you're sitting there going, I'll get them when I get them. No, just go, jaredfree.com, Miami, Florida, Thanksgiving. Come carve the turkey with your Papa JT by the beach. Miami, Florida, jaredfree.com. Also, New York City show link should be out now. December 8th, Gramercy Theater. We're going to do, I think it's going to be two shows. We're taping. We're going to make, we're going to put this thing on tape. We're going to try and bring it to the Turkish bazaar of comedy people. Try and sell it. And if it doesn't sell, go on YouTube. And that brings me to YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, we love you. Welcome to the party. Good to have you. If you're not, get subscribed. YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. I got a whole, a, a treasure trove of entertainment there. Today's guest, a treasure trove of entertainment themselves. <laughs> Very excited to have them on. Hilarious comic. Maddie Smith, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Good to see you. Saw you last night at the Comedy Cellar. Murdered. As did you. Crushed it. <laughs> As did you. Crushed it. I did okay. You crushed it. I had a good time. It was a fun crowd. It was fun. Sunday night, you know. Love a Sunday night show. Yeah, me I, too. You, you know, you dread the Sunday night show on the road. Love it. When you're back. And when you're back. Because you get a little freedom from the road. Right. You're like, oh, I'm not chained to, I know you were dropping what town you were in this weekend, and you were like, I'm about to go up and just fucking, ugh. Right. It well, feels I so was, good to I be was, back in like the cellar after a weird weekend. Right. Or just the towns we go to. You're just away from home. You're away from home. You got your, you know, like you only have like certain amount of clothes to wear. You're yeah. confined to this weird space. I was, you know, I was in Albany. The Albany shows were great. They were fun. Thank you to everyone who came. But you come back and you're like, New York City, yeah. I'm going to have an, it feels like you're on vacation. It does. You go back, everyone at the cellar will like, what up, what up, what up, what right. up? Right, family like, reunion. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we introducing? <laughs> well, you're from Buffalo. I was in Buffalo. How was that? Buffalo was good. Yeah. The shows were fun. The shows in Buffalo, Buffalo like doesn't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Except when it comes to the town of Buffalo. <laughs> then <laughs> they, know. they get really up their own asses. They fucking do. They think they're so like chill and fun. All of a sudden you make one joke about Buffalo and they're fucking slamming you into a table. Right. Well, I even <laughs> said the tables. I, I mean, if you're a listener here and you listen every week, this is like Buffalo month because yeah. I just couldn't get over how... Um, anal. Yeah. They were, and you're from the area. It's a lot. You know what I'm talking about. Like, you go, like, the tables. I said, I'm going to the town of throwing people through wooden tables, and people were like, they're plastic. <laughs> FYI, uh, Bill's Mafia will fuck right. you up. Shut up, dude. It's enough, right? Yeah, they, and how do you even know they're, they're plastic or wooden if you're blackout all the time? <laughs> right, so, <laughs> just drunk off your ass. Yeah. Well, it's funny, because I'm from Boston, 
are outside of Boston. I'm from a town called Needham, but like the 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 New England area has that too. This mm-hmm, absolutely. everyone's against us. Boston's strong. When you move away from somewhere like that, you go. Oh, they look ridiculous. Oh, you guys look ridiculous. Right. No one cares. No one cares. Your pride in this one horse town is humiliating. But what's up? I'll we be in mean- Buffalo and if you're not kidding. <laughs> we mean that in a loving way. Absolutely. Because, you, know, because you go, you know, the, the Boston Strong thing was like the first, I was like, wait a minute. As if like, because it, 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 you know, they, you start doing blank strong after a tragedy. So, yes, uh, strong, so yeah. it's always town strong. Right. Tragedy happens. Very sad. Boo. Goo goo gaga. Yeah. We're, we're all going <laughs> to turn into babies. <laughs> so tragedy happens and we're not like, listen, we're just saying general tragedy. I'm not even speaking about a specific tragedy. Right. The town goes, look at us. We came together. I want to know the town that didn't come together. Right. We, there's no town that was like, I guess we give up now. I'm just saying I haven't heard Oklahoma City strong. And well, they had the first instance. <laughs> well, they, they came together. They, they, right. You know, right. I, I don't know. We, we try to do these like rags to riches tales that don't exist. I understand this is what I guess makes us wake up in the morning. I guess know? so. But I the also illusion. think Boston has always been fine. This is how, like, something like Boston for them to be like, oh, everyone's again. Like, that's a pretty strong uh, major city. Right. <laughs> I, like, I don't think the people of La Jolla think about <laughs> how strong or weak the people I don't think of Boston so are. Like, no. I don't know. So. Pumped to have you here. Buffalo's own Maddie Smith. What's Everyone up? Everyone go follow at so Maddie Smith on Instagram. You're touring the country. Wild Now, what is that yeah. like? I watch your Wild Now videos <laughs> and they're like fun to watch. I, you're very funny in them. You, it, it is, I, is it hot? I mean, is it, is it the, what's the combination of writing improv? What's going on there? Oh, I, you like know like what the game, what games are coming, right. but you also kind of, it's kind of like stand up. You kind of like get an idea. I know and, where I'm going yeah, with this. You know where you're going, but then, it, it, and then someone can come at you f- from nowhere and say shit. You have to be ready. Like you have to be like a comedian. Right. Is the room, the room feels jacked up. <laughs> it's dude. You go out there and like, is, is are, everyone just, are they drinking the audience? Uh, some people are drinking. No, the audience isn't drinking. They used to drink, but post-COVID, as you know, right. nothing's fun anymore. They used to while out, but now they just, they get like a warm-up comic up there. They play the twerking songs, right. get them fucking going, play a little Vanessa Carlton to make fun of white people. Right. There's a lot of <laughs> making fun of white people on the oh, show, yeah. like fun, yeah. good-hearted. You, you, but you own that role, I think, as like, yeah. I'm the white chick. I think so, and I think I've been on for so long because... Because I can clap back. I think I'm the first right. white chick. Uh, Justina's obviously, but she's like a little bit of different. I'm the first okay. white white right. that can Buffalo clap white. back. Yeah. Buffalo <laughs> white, like pure, like no seasoning. Um, and uh, you know, I'm mean to my mom. She's a whore. Like right. I'm a white person, so um, so I'm the only one who's ever like clap backed. And so the people love that. I yeah, mean, that's gonna, love it's that. a great position to be in. I yeah. think because you know you're in this show where like you do. You are white chick on the show. Yeah, like, uh, I am white chick. Really get, <laughs> I am white chick. <laughs> right, right. You really can't get around it. Yeah, you, you can. But I, when you hit someone, it, it is like, ah! Do they tell the audience, react like it's a prize? No, fight? no. They don't tell them anything. They just really? say, have a great time, guys. You know, they tell them, clap when Nick comes out, shit like that. Right. But they don't tell them where to laugh. Love it. So, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's, you got to go watch Maddie's videos. They're great. Check at it out. So Maddie Smith. And you're touring the country. All her dates are on her website. Go, go, go. At So Maddie Smith. You have a podcast. Yes, um, it's called That, that Time, of, time the week. of the Week. What is the. It's just me and my girls bantering every week. It's Do a some. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, shooting the shit, talking shit about dudes. Love you, it. If you like Jared's pod, you'll like mine. So go, uh, yeah. go subscribe, add it to the podcast library of sorts. Uh, we're going to get into the emails. You ready? I'm ready. J Train yes. Podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com keep sending your questions we love them any advice question lifestyle relationship friendship we take them all jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Shelby's reading them Shelby is up at night every night reading your emails he's got a little candle he's got that that hat that Scrooge McDuck wears to bed you know he's out there you know reading he's got his little bifocals on right. yeah he's doing a whole thing so current boyfriend unsure about whether to get back with his ex Okay. Single relationship. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your So stats? I'm incredibly single. Incredible. I'm does about that to even be thirty one. Like I really like being single. You love it. And I can't get into the idea of having a man in my life right now. So, so it is interesting. This is a very um 
To me, that's a very female answer mm-hmm. because it's always an on-off switch. Oh, yeah. I am single. This is my single time mm-hmm. going through my hoe phase. And it's like you ask a guy, they're like, I, don't know, I could get into something if you know, the right yeah. person came along. Totally. Like we, we almost, guys turn into politicians with this shit. Uh, oh, yeah. You, got, you never want to say the wrong thing. No, you don't want to be wrong. And girls, are we're more fired up. Right. We've been screwed over a lot. So you're fired up to be single. Are you going yes. on dates? Not not really. No, just no not really. Yo, I'm on Raya. I'm on Raya. On Raya. Yeah, Look at that's yeah. the famous Tinder. It's that the is, famous you have to Tinder. Have a following of sorts, or you have to be a, a public persona to get on there. I guess it's getting pretty weak lately. I was on it and I deleted it. You know, you go through the, like the app deletion yes. phase. Yep. And I deleted it because I deleted them all because of you delete them. Mm-hmm. And but then they go, they ask you, they go, "Are you sure?" Because you have to reapply. Right. Once you delete, I and I go. And I was like, you know what? This app, it feels like a party everyone wants to be at, but nobody dances. Yep, exactly. Nobody talks to each other. No one. Or you get the worst messages from dudes. It doesn't right. go anywhere. I've gone on maybe two Raya dates. How were they? Not bad. Yeah. Actually, nice guys. It's a great app for like vetting, like weeding out the losers. <laughs> like <laughs> the loser a losers. No, a lot of them are like under 2K on Instagram. Oh. Gross. I, now it's just like if you're passively attractive. Right. I know, horrifying. I'm like, Ugh. under 2K. <laughs> guess we're not doing so hot. Ooh, yeah, guess yeah. you like your family. <laughs> uh, but it's a good way to like weed out like really, really, really like scummy people. You know? Right. I guess there, I mean, it took a while to get on there. I got, yeah. I got, who'd you get suggest? Who was your rack? I randomly got on there quickly. I had a girl in Austin who has like 10 million on TikTok who oh, wow. somehow wasn't, and it might be easier for girls too. It might be that you got to have women on these apps. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I had Gad El Malay, the famous French comedian. Okay. Oh, yeah, Gad. Yeah, Gad. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was like, you got to be on Naraya. And I'm oh, like, yeah. dude, I'm not anybody. I was like, and this was like, before I was with my long-term girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So this is like five years ago at this point. And he's at the cellar, you know, he's got his arm up. He's like right. got six girls under each arm. I met them on Raya. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go, just look at this. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to get on there. Then right. finally I got on and it was like, it was really, it was like a week before I became like, I was like, I got on and I was like, oh, I'm going to be in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. like I knew and I was right. like, and then I came out of the relationship and I was like, okay, I still have this. I think yeah. I, I deleted it in a way where But you're I, still active, like, you still popped it back in. I, I was able to get on it real quick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was interesting. It was it was definitely like, here's one thing about Raya that you notice. And because it has this public persona, you know, yes. marketing scheme, so yeah. to speak. The pictures were better. Oh, yeah. It was people that were acutely aware yep. of how they look in a picture. Everyone is put together. Put, so it's more fun to swipe. Right. It feels less that, like digging through the trash and more like, oh, look at my local option. Right. Oh. It is, and it, it is one of those things where you go, they're not prettier. They're not better no. suitors. It's just they know how to market themselves. Yes. And you're like, this is weird. All the photos are good, which makes it more dangerous because then you go and meet in person and you're like right. even more thrown off than just <laughs> right. like a hinge profile. <laughs> right. But um, one thing I will say about Raya with the party thing, you know, and dancing, mm. uh, and unfortunately when you're in your 30s on Raya, everyone in their 30s right now is busy as fuck if you're career oriented right. and that's everyone on Raya. Well, that's the thing. In If your career is to be public, yeah, you know, it's like, well, I'm out at night this week, and yeah. then there's also the Jewish holiday, and yeah. then there's also I'm going coming back from my, you know, I'm I'm still unpacking from the Hampton, you know, like becomes a you're like I have an hour tomorrow. <laughs> That's the other thing is like I'm so, <laughs> you want to come and right. like my you pussy can walk with me. Yeah, yeah, you can you can join me while I do laundry. <laughs> That's also why it's hard to for me to be like I the idea of like having a man, mm. not even just like an anti men thing. It's just like no one will be able to enter my life right now. It's too right. much. I mean, I'm I'm having a little bit of that. I've been trying to go on. On dates like more thoughtfully mm-hmm. and I have a little bit of that like you go on the first you go and then like when's the second one even play in right you're play? Like, like I'm gone for three weeks right and then I got back yesterday from Albany I'm sitting in a bar I'm watching football I'm like I'm very comfy I know like I was like I got my phone yeah I got my football I got my drink got some wings got some wings we're good and then I have a <laughs> 1050 show you know like right. or 850 show and you go when am I even there's no like, room. All of this would involve active listening. That's the thing. <laughs> Absolutely. 
like, like again there is the thought before you go on a date where you're like do i want to do this for an hour because mm-hmm. you forget they talk too right i love talking don't get no, me wrong i look talking is easy it's so fun and it's yeah <laughs> but then going oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah family oh yeah shelby we should make this the video this is the hardest part but we this is me on a date mm-hmm. mm. oh yeah i've heard of him Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, your dad's a doctor? What kind? <laughs> so lame. Right. Like, and you just want to go, oh, can we just look at our phones and then show each other people I know. that we hate? Or can we go home and you show me your dick and I'll see if like this is worth moving on? Exactly. Let's just cut through the bullshit. Okay, let's go to the okay, okay, okay. Okay, current boyfriend unsure about whether to get back with his ex. Hi, okay. Jared. A million thanks. I'll jump right in. I've been seeing this guy for four months. I am 24. He's 29. Things are going great. We both really like... I like that she's like, things are going great, but Mm -hmm. the title is, my boyfriend is into his ex. Yeah, this is like... So they're not going great. But she's able to like objectively talk about it. She's 24. (laughs) She has hope. That's why. We both really (laughs) like each other, have met families and friends, talk about the future, etc. He has an ex that is still in his friend group. They dated for one and a half years, lived together for a little bit, and got back together briefly after the first breakup. Both times he has been the one to break up with her, Uh and he has expressed some uncertainty about whether he regrets doing it. Their last break was two years ago. Their last breakup was two years ago. Recently, they saw each other at a friend's party, and he told me it was emotionally overwhelmed that he he was emotionally overwhelmed with feelings of the past and felt a gravitational pull to her due to the lingering feelings. I told him, "Let's take a break for a few weeks so you can figure out what you want to keep seeing me and have boundaries with her, or to end things with us and give it a third try with his ex." Mm. At the end of the two weeks, he came back and said, "I feel three things equally." Oh my god! <laughs> this guy. Is- confused he wants it all a one-third of me wants to keep seeing you one-third of me wants to give it another go with my ex because i feel like we have unfinished business one-third of me still doesn't know what i feel no i would say a hundred percent of you doesn't know how you feel yeah 100 percent. it's half and half and then a hundred percent doesn't know how you feel she writes what should i do i'm torn because i really really like him and he has told me shown me he feels the same and i understand that exes and exes you still have to see frequently are complicated this is such an empathetic response to this like she's like i, I get it dude there's other women you want to fuck and it is well, in also 10 years she'll be like fuck <laughs> that guy dude that was so stupid it's a very 24 year old yes. response like no we all have exes i yes. have mine from high school i think she's, about him from time to time she's no nice and like he's coming to me with like ideas look, yeah, look, he's, he's opening up <laughs> no this is this guy is a hundred percent confused and you are giving him Many benefits of the doubt. I don't think based on what I've heard and my bias that it is a good decision for either of them to get give it a third try. That is not your business. But know that it is his decision to make. How should I handle this? I hope for your sake and mine that my answer is in the email. A million thanks again. What do you think, Maddie? My initial thought, um, and again, I'm 31. I've been through the ringer with dudes. Mm. I would personally walk away. Yeah. Um, if he's like literally telling you <laughs> that he can't even make a decision between you and another bitch uh, I think we're good well she writes the answer might be in the email she wrote something very specifically I don't think based on what I've heard in my bias that it is a good decision for either of them to give it a good try right that but then it's like why are you becoming their relationship coach when right. he's your boyfriend hey, I don't think I they don't... should get back together yeah he's your boyfriend <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but also to that point it's like she's looking at this the total to me she's looking at it from a a bad angle she's focused on him not herself right right and it's like oh you want to get back like who gives a shit here's what them no but but especially when she's like i don't think it's a good idea to get back together mm-hmm. for a third time no your boyfriend is indecisive mm-hmm. he doesn't know what he wants he doesn't know what he wants out of life he is holding on to you as somewhat of a placeholder mm-hmm. until he figured out his own shit and it's like I don't think you're the one that's going to make him all of a sudden realize what he wants in life. I think he, I, this is him confused about life, not yeah. women. And it's beyond just you two. Right. It's, He's like it's having an job. existential, It's yeah. his apartment. Totally. He, and, and it's funny because like, there's a lot of women that write in here that she has a, she's 24. She has a mm-hmm. view of her life. Mm-hmm. She has a view of his life. She sees them together. He's thinking like, in inches and she's thinking yeah. in yards he's thinking like every day like right. short term gratification I saw my ex right, right I might not be happy I could be happier <laughs> oh God. and it's like dude you haven't even thought of the and again I'm not saying this because I'm above him 
No. I've been there. No, I get no, no. it. Yeah. I know what this guy's going through. And I know it so well that I'm like, you are not, it's not a choice between women. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a choice between like life moving and what, He's you know, having whatever. a crisis. Right. He's having a crisis. And if you can go to a party and see someone and immediately get shuffled up like that, right. there's a lot more going on. Then you're not sure about anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, you know, a lot of this is confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to go, <laughs> I am confident enough that I'm with the right person mm -hmm. and my life is on the right track. Mm -hmm. He has no confidence. He's yeah. going to the party. He's going, holy shit, she drinks Diet Coke too. Uh, you know, like, we must be made for each other. I must be on the wrong path. Yes, I don't. Right. Dude, the romanticizing of the ex too. Right. You already broke up twice. Like, you're only seeing, you're going back to what's comfortable. Right. He might and be it, a little bit of a man child. There's a lot of that. Jay, I think she's, you gotta leave this. And and I don't think the, th what people do when she's like, oh, we're gonna take a three week break. Right. No, 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 no. no. That's not, no, no, no. End it. He, here's what you have to do. You have to end it decisively mm -hmm. you have to unsubscribe on everything mm -hmm. here's what happens and this guy there's a version of this this guy got a real life version of seeing someone's instagram story absolutely right you and see that instagram story you go huh hmm. what was that they're doing well <laughs> and they look great is I'm that a settled. new haircut right what's going on and then you start and then you go let me look at the rest of their pair wow look how and you see a perfect version of their life spiral and then you go and someone who's not confident will go how you been what's going on this guy needs to not know you you need to fully release because yeah the only way someone can come back and this guy is going back because he sees her once that's the equivalent of seeing a story right at a birthday party equivalent. she's dressed up she's ready looking great all of this wonderful mm -hmm. stuff they don't think of the bad stuff and he's going oh i'll just go towards that that's the next piece of candy if you unsubscribe from him, what he has to do to come back is a treacherous journey. Absolutely. He has to think of you, mm -hmm. go, you know what? I made this mistake, that mistake, this mistake. Not know what you look like, what you're up to, and come back to you and go, I need for us to restart again. Absolutely. So you need to break up. You got to unsubscribe mm -hmm. and get out of that world where you're now in his. Because if you're too, if you're on his little leash, then he's just going to, or if you, he puts you on the shelf, he'll just grab you when he wants to. This is what he does. Yeah. Jay but if you do the no contact, let's fucking go, dude. Right. Yeah. Make you him think a little on. bit. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Maddie Smith. At so Maddie Smith on Instagram. Go follow. We're sponsor people. Oof. The sponsors today are very much seasonal. Like, this is the season I would think of Brooklinen. New sheets, oh, yeah. refresh, clean up the apartment, clean up the house, get something comfy, get a new color scheme, fallish. Brooklinen um, knows that you your bed is made for much more than sleeping, eating, drinking, binge watching, cuddling, exercising. The list goes on. I don't know if I've ever exercised in bed. I, I don't think that's... No. But, okay, well, go with it. For everything you do in bed, do it on the highest quality sheets and pillows and bedding from the home of the internet's favorite sheets. Okay. We taped this in Feather Nation Studios. Mm -hmm. Beautiful studio. Mm -hmm. It is in my studio apartment. I'm looking at my bed. It's covered in Brooklinen. Beautiful, comfortable. And you know how I know Brooklinen's good? My mom asks about it. Oh, okay. That's how you Mom know. approved. Mm -hmm. And it started as, and it writes here, the internet's favorites. Everything starts on the internet and you go, oh, I know about this cool new thing, mm -hmm. Brooklinen. Then my mom, the minute my mom said, hey, can you get me some Brooklinens? I go, oh, okay. This is a brand. Brand. Yes. And what they did is they cut out the middleman. You're not going to the department store. You're not going to Bloomies. You're not going to, you're not paying the rent for a, a warehouse that doesn't that you don't need to pay for. So they took out all the middle people and then they're passed on the savings to you. So you're getting beautiful hotel quality sheets, bedding, and more. They got loungewear now. They got all this stuff. And listen, I push, why would I get Brooklinen? I would get it because I'm like, it's fall. Mm -hmm. I want to be comfy cozy. Let's do it. And we're going to give you some free money. For everything you do in bed, check out brooklinen.com today for their luxurious home and bedding essentials use promo code jtrain20 that's jtrain20 for $20 off plus free shipping on your purchase of $100 or more that's b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n.com promo code jtrain20 for $20 off plus free shipping love that great sponsor great time of year for that type of stuff here with maddie smith at so maddie smith proposal delays okay i'm not an expert on proposals but let's go would you like to get married you know, 
I always thought so. And again, it's like, it doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon. Were you ever close? My, my date of someone for three years and we talked about marriage. Three years. Yeah, we talked about it. And it was like kind of the pandemic. Shuffled things up a little bit. We were living together during the pandemic, too close for comfort. Once things reopened, I kind of was just like, I think I might be bored of this. Right. That's tough. It's tough, yeah. And that, like when you say bored of this, like it sounds mean, but it's not. Yeah, it's you, more just like, hey, I got to like, I got to, my lifestyle needs yeah, to be. I want to be, I, it was my interest in living, a, being alone was higher than my interest in him. When you look at them. It sucks. It sucks because like, you know, when you're in a breakup, they go, why? I, yeah. And you're like, if I said that to another human being, I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fuck. Right. Like, what, do you have a heart? You want but me then, to say but it? But like, when you walk away from it, mm-hmm. you get your feelings in check, and then you go, that's the, that's the cut and dry really? reason. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, the, the answer to how to lose weight, diet and exercise. Yeah. Like, Stop uh, being a fat fuck. Right. Yeah. That's mean. That sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. When you when you're in the midst of it, you go, right. well, I gotta mm-hmm. be better to myself, mm-hmm. and I gotta wake up earlier. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, stop no. eating. Stop you know, eating. Like, I beg a, of you. It's, it's that easy. <laughs> Jared, longtime listener who has shared your podcast with many friends. My boyfriend now listens too. Thanks for the laughs and good advice. I've been dating my boyfriend. Oh, now they're gonna ask about their Great. boyfriend. Okay, if you're listening, dude, here we go. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost three years. He's 40, I'm 35. He has casually mentioned us getting married, like wanting to elope instead of a big wedding, and mm-hmm. has said he is interested in marriage but hasn't proposed. Most of his friends are married and have children, so he's the odd man out. I'm at the point where um, I come home from trips with him disappointed, mm-hmm. as I was hoping he'd propose while mm-hmm. we were away. He had some big expenses coming up that I know limits his savings and financial situation, aka ring, ring fund. Could this be the reason an engagement hasn't happened, or is he just not sure yet? Is the money ring issue a concern for guys? I don't want to drop an ultimatum, but do have concerns about being dragged along if he has no intention to propose. Thanks for the perspective on this. Desperate in Denver. What do you think, guys? Desperate in Denver. Well, it sounds like he only floated it a couple times. Right. So she's leaving trips disappointed, but maybe they should talk about it a little bit more. I'm with you. I think you're you're dancing around the thing that I was going to say. I talk about it a little bit more. Right. That's 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 the He might have overall. no idea. He has an idea. Yeah. But I don't think he has an idea that ultimatums are coming. Right. Here's what she wrote that you know, he's 40. He and she's 35. He fucking knows. He knows, yeah. You know, the idea that he has no idea yeah. of time or space or anything <laughs> is a little crazy. I come home from trips um here's a couple things she wrote that I'm like Here's where you're fucking up. I mean, yeah, about the coming home from trips. He's casually mentioned us getting married, like wanting to elope. You know, he says uh, he's interested. He says he's interested in marriage. You know, like um, I'm on the point. Um, he were. I was hoping he'd propose while we were away. Okay. I, there's a great line. I think um, Mike Lombardi, who's a football. He used to be a GM. Mm-hmm. He talks about football. Okay. I've, listened, I've listened to his podcast a bunch. He has a great line that I think is like translates to mm-hmm. life a little bit that I've I've taken. You can't confuse hope for a plan. Absolutely not. No. You know, you can't. Yeah. She's hoping to get engaged. What are we doing? You're what? 35. We don't hope anymore. Right. It's We're done. Yeah. What do you want? You she, lay the words out. You can't leave every trip being like, another one? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're a passenger in your own life. Yeah, exactly. And... You know, I was hoping it would happen. Like what? You know, uh, hope is just it ain't gonna work, honey. I, 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 and I say that in a loving way. I and she also wrote um, now, and then she's talking about ring funds. You're, 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 you're dancing. Right. She's almost like purposely looking at other things so yeah. she doesn't have to look reality in the face. That's true. There she's like coming up with excuses. Right. You don't even, he doesn't even she doesn't even know what her his finances are like. <laughs> Who fucking knows? He probably his finances are probably in order. He's 40. So she's like looking at every other reason right. and, and she and could he, just look him in the he, face. Here's like, the other thing about a ring. If if someone was straight up she wouldn't be writing this email to me. If he was short on money for a ring, mm-hmm. but she was like he um 
I know he wants to get married. She wouldn't be yes, writing into me. Absolutely. Right? It wouldn't yeah. be, well, how much do you think it's hard to get proposed because he doesn't have the money? These are the excuses of people who aren't being direct with you. And she they haven't even had, had these conversations, right. so she's making up scenarios in her head. <laughs> right. Lying next to the man who said, I want to get married, and she's like, oh. I could elope. Like, yeah, like she right. took, I could elope. Right. <laughs> And now every so trip is ruined. Good, he wants to get married. Right. Every time he gets down on his knee, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> right. He's like, I'm picking up a seashell. <laughs> right. It was kind of cool. I, yeah. yeah. Sure. I think, um, and she brings up ultimatum. No, stop it. There's no ultimatum. You just say, you can't ask someone to tell you what you want. Yeah. And that's what she's doing. She is she is putting she's offshoring personal decisions to other Mm -hmm. people she is bringing in other people to make her and again this is tough love i agree with you he's 40 what the fuck is going on he's the odd man out but that's not a reason to get married i don't get married because my friends are married i don't get married because oh i don't know what to do with my saturday night you know what i'll fucking find something to do i'll be okay yeah she is she is sitting here going, well, all these reasons are the reasons he should. But you haven't, uh, you haven't talked about why you want to get married. What's your plan? And I think she if she went to him and was like, I want to be married the next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, I, and then Let's do it. He's got to, and then he has to or, live yeah. with that. Right. And because she says, I don't want to, I don't, but I have big concerns being dragged along. You're dragging yourself along. You can't get dragged if you just say what you want. Right. Yeah. You, and she's looking to... It is funny that she's looking to hang on to these like half statements mm-hmm. and then blame him right. when she right. doesn't get what she wants, when she's not right. saying. And listen, I want to be married the next year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that's her, him. Right. Totally. That's not an ultimatum. You, it could be you, it could be someone else, but I got to get to work because this right. is my life. I want to move on. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Maddie Smith at so Maddie Smith on Instagram. Go follow. She's touring this great country of ours yes. from Buffalo. I know I got Buffalo people out there. Support mm-hmm. your local comics. That's right. Just like a table gets supported by its legs. Exactly. Right? Or doesn't. Right. <laughs> We're sponsored. Another great fall sponsor. Solo Stove. It's here, fall, autumn, pumpkin spice season. No matter what you call it, there's no better time to get warm near a solo stove. It's freezing today. It's going to get warm again. The weather's changing. Here's why I would get a solo stove. Extend your living space. What is a solo stove? Solo stove. Let me explain. Upgrade your backyard with a solo stove fire pit. Mm, Okay. And create story-worthy moments without the fireside fumes. So Mm -hmm. this fire pit, it's portable. You can put it anywhere. Okay. Anywhere-ish. You know, within reason. Right. But here's the thing. This time of year, you do still want to be outside. You want to be having those pumpkin spice brews. Mm -hmm. You want to be having your coffee outside. You still yearn for nature. But it gets a little cold. gets a little nippy. So what you do is you get a solo stove. You put Mm -hmm. it in a corner of your yard, on your roof, on your deck Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't have used otherwise. And now you make it usable. You make it fun. You make your your tailgates that much better and wider. This is about space, people. This is is math. (laughs) And listen, I'm going to get you some free money. Prepare uh, for your best outdoor memories yet and save big during the solo stove fall event. Plus, use promo code JTRAIN at solostove.com for an extra $10 off. Free money, people. Nice. That's solostove.com, promo code JTRAIN for $10 off of the fall event deals. Hurry, the fall event ends November 10th. So get in on that. I mean, loving what Solo Stove is doing. I'm plugging in my phone as I'm done with the ads. That's the last ad. So those are two places to get you free money. Here with Maddie Smith. Uh, My friend is always on her phone. Okay. Are you a big phone person? It depends. Uh, when I leave like a road gig where I've been in a hotel for three days, right. my screen time will have been 24 hours a day. Right, because you're alone. Yeah. You're yeah. not with friends. Yeah. You're, I, I'm the same way. Totally. I mean, I mean, I'm literally on the flight, the whole flight, just looking at my Scrolling. phone. Scrolling. Scrolling nothing. I've gotten big into the crossword puzzle mm-hmm. on New York Times. That's I'll do a, those too. I'm, yep. I'm a big, uh, yeah. you know, I'm a word guy, you know? <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm such a word guy. It's crazy. But uh, when I'm with my friends, I try to stay off it at home. I try it, to get off. It's so hard, though. I sometimes It's so hard. It is an addiction. It you is. You have to admit to it. Yeah. Jared, I'm writing in because my best friend is literally always on her phone, and I don't know how to bring it up to her that it bothers me and everyone around her. I just got home from her birthday dinner in which most of the time she was looking at her phone rather than the three people at the table 
That's brutal. And it, it, you know why it's hard? Because everyone's looking at their phone. I know. And you know, you don't want someone smoking a cigarette being like, you're smoking too many cigarettes. I like know. It's, that's really the equivalent. I hate get off the phone person. I hate I get hate. off the phone because then if you are that person, if you're on your phone, they'll be like, oh, you're on your phone now? Right. It it's, turns into a little battle. Right. An elevation. Yeah. You're a worse person than them. <laughs> right. And it also hasn't really been in, we all know phone addiction exists, but mm-hmm. we don't know how detrimental it is. Right. At least with cigarette, you can go cancer. Phone, what do you, you're in this weird spot and it, you're just like being you're, you're basically telling the person like pay attention to me not your phone right. that's what it sounds and like then you want to look at the person like mm, fucking amp it up a bit <laughs> yeah you know, like, I know me, right give me something <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> right can you start uh, adding graphics to your <laughs> yeah. real life uh, person can you do some captions <laughs> right <laughs> I can't hear you you're mumbling yeah, yeah I need some <laughs> subtitles dude yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's hard because you know I'm on my phone all the time mm-hmm. to the point where I even set up phone breaks oh yeah like I, I'll be like it's plug in time like yeah. I just did that I mm-hmm. plugged in the phone get it away right right I'm but then I also have I need my phone like I need my cigarette I need like I do it. my phone is the thing right I go get coffee in the mornings I like get all my stuff posted that I want to post mm-hmm. for the day and then I'm like ah let me settle in with the phone settle in with the phone right but it is cozy up scroll through my apps but it's hard to release yourself from it especially you're with people you're comfortable with you go oh fuck it we're all on our phone but they wrote it doesn't matter if it's just two of us or we're with the group she's always looking at her phone and not engaged in the conversation it gets kind of embarrassing and awkward when we're out in a group because people try to talk to her and include her and she's not paying attention then i feel like i have to answer for her well this person's saying that they just left a group dinner. So they're speaking from the experience they just had at a yeah, birthday yeah, yeah. dinner. So I know they're close to it. So right. I don't think this person, I mean, I'm giving a lot of benefit of the doubt where it's like, I don't think they're doing this in every group scenario. Right. But they just did it in their... She's emotionally charged. It's weird because she can be so fun and social and want to go out, but then just sit there and not engage in conversation. It's always been a bit of an issue, but I've noticed it's gotten worse since her and her long-term boyfriend have broken up. Oh, That's a big part of it. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. I mean, I, since ending my relationship, I'm sure same with you. Mm-hmm. You go, this is my new boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the phone. I can't. I don't have a man to make me feel good. Okay, I post again. Right. Post a story. <laughs> Get that post a hus- yeah, dude. Yeah. I need my likes. <laughs> um, she will always be texting some guy that she's just started oh. dating or scrolling Instagram or editing a photo again. Jeez. She's going to the dopamine factor. Yep. Let me go to the guy that mm-hmm. will they won't they. Let me go to the dating app. Let's see if anyone got mm-hmm. back to me. Let's see if I got a match. In the same way, we're looking for notifications. Mm-hmm. Uh, once she asked me what she should respond to a guy and I said you don't need to text back about what TV show he's watching you're out with your friends right now and then I suggested she just send a fun picture of the bar later to which she responded by taking a million selfies to send Mm. I don't know how to bring it up to her or tell her how rude it is and uncomfortable it can be when she's ignoring all the people around her without hurting her feelings or coming off judgy I could use your sage wisdom and advice on the topic love you and thank you for the laughs what do you think? So this reminds me of the first guy who can't decide between a girl and his ex. It's not mm. about that. It's, right. not, it's about not about the, about phone. the phone. It's about much bigger things. Are you good? It sounds like she's having a little bit of a... She's unhappy. Yeah. And you can't really control that. And all you can do is be the best friend you can. Especially right. she just got out of something. I don't know how recent that was, but I would just she... like try to be the best friend I can, but know that you can't control anyone. She's looking for validation. Yeah. And in a relationship, you get tons of validation. Mm-hmm. You get hugs, kisses. You get, let's go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Hey, I care about you. You can pout and they'll come crawling back. Right. Yeah. And when you're on a relationship, you're like, okay, where can I get some validation? Where yeah. can I get some love? Mm-hmm. It is the phone. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a, you know, it, you send a heart, you know? Like yes. it's literally, sent. so, and I agree with you. It's not about the phone. This person's obviously feeling lonely. They're yeah. feeling like they want to meet someone. They feel like they're striking out. And some people deal with that better than others. Like, mm-hmm. and again, like, because this person, the toughest part about this is like, it's four women at the birthday dinner. Right. She's like, all of us, all the rest of us don't need this. Right. Yeah, the rest of you might be a little bit have your other issues. Yeah, you, you don't know what you those are. You probably have your little relationships or don't, but it's always like I feel like in girlfriend groups when one girl kind of goes a little crazy, the other people are like, oh, "She's losing it." Right. Rather than going in with <laughs> compassion. <laughs> There's always one girl that you're talking shit about right. and then she cools off and someone else well, is the problem. It is funny that she wrote in like I feel ignored. Right. You know, and I have to pick up the slack. Right. It's right. not 
this person's going through a huge no. life thing. <laughs> I mean, to me, the girl sounds like she's losing it. And right. everyone should just be like, are you good? Like, can you imagine? She's like, I got to text this guy back. And you're like, yeah, text him later. And then right. she takes a million selfies. Like, right. what's going on here? What's going on? Right. Are you good? Here's what they should do. Um, it And it sucks because you can't go to her and go, you're on your phone too much. Like, that's yeah. just No, judgy. you can't. You can't. You can't. Um, it starts with, are you good? Yeah. You seem, and don't make it about the phone. You can't make it about the phone. No, no, Because no. you can't sit there with your phone in your hand while telling her that she has her phone in her hand Absolutely not. And then if she doesn't have her phone, this. she'll be like, mm, mm. She'll be texting another group that will be like, oh, yeah, she is a bitch. <laughs> exactly. So, so here's two suggestions. One, ask how she's doing. You see, and, and just say, you know, we were at your birthday dinner and it just seemed like you were off. Are you good? Yeah. Right. Just say the birthday dinner mm-hmm. and don't reference the phone. Just Mm-mm. you fell off at mm-hmm. your birthday dinner. Also, a birthday is kind of a sad day for a lot of people. Yes, especially if you're just breaking up, you're alone. Birthdays are a one-day opportunity to take an assessment of the last year. Right. And if it didn't go well, you're probably mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck it. I want to mm-hmm. ignore it by being on my phone. Yes. I get that. So I think you got to ask, you good? And then second, here's an idea. Hey, I'm having a party. I'm having a pregame. Have the pregame be... A no phone theme pregame. I was thinking that too, or maybe right. go to the movies together, right. walk around somewhere like a museum, like do something that doesn't really involve well, they're, movies. They're going to be on the phone. Museum, they're going to be on the phone. Yeah. If the premise of the party is no phones, is yeah. we're going to put it in a bucket mm-hmm. and we're going to have a 1990s mm-hmm. party, right? Like, right? Let's have a 1990s party. Mm-hmm. No phones. Mm-hmm. You'll play 90s music. You'll put on put out some Cosmos. Yeah, everyone wears butterfly clips. You really mm. get into. <laughs> The theme of the nineties, yeah, and, and 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 you know what people will do. No one knows what they need until they have it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the, you know, you feel good after oh, the workout, yes. not before. So yes. this person, if you said to them, they're gonna go, oh, I gotta go to this nineties party. I can't use my fucking phone. Yes, then they'll leave going, wow, that felt good. So mm-hmm. you're allowing yourself. Then. They have to deal with the reality that's around them. Mm-hmm. Now you can get your friend back. Now you can, and they maybe they see like, oh my God, you know, mm-hmm. like now you get the, ver- and now you have a point of reference yes. for the, hey, you seem so much better at the 90s. Party. Oh yeah, that was so, it was so fun. It was so fun. You know Emphasize. what? I, and now you get to say to them, you know what? I have to say like, sometimes we hang out and it feels like you're kind of somewhere else while yeah. even with us. Yeah. That 90s party, you were, it was, it was like awesome. you were back. Now you get to pump them up. Yeah. Now you get to go, Absolutely. you were back, you were wonderful. Right. Like, oh my God. And maybe you invite some guys, mm-hmm. maybe you invite some single people. Mm-hmm. Maybe you give out black books, little black books on the way yes. in. Yeah, so yeah, everyone yeah. can like exchange Hilarious. numbers, write down the yeah. number. 90s party. Yes. J Train Podcast. That's what we're saying. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Maddie Smith. At so Maddie Smith. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Friends and securities about men, she's, about the men she's seeing in an open relationship are taking a toll on me. Hmm. This so, is a, that's a loaded title. I am not an expert with open, but let's you go. You ever done it? No. Here's my feeling on open relationships. It sucks because everyone wants, nobody wants to be the bad guy in the movie. Right. Nobody wants to be evil you know, uh, Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be... That's my second, second Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> we love Scrooge McDuck in this love, house. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other evil. You don't want to be Shooter McGavin. No one. You don't want to be... Yeah. You don't want to be old, crotchety McOldson. You, you want to be cool. You want to be Happy Gilmore. You want to be in. You want to yeah. be... Ah, I love open relationships. Right. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, I'm free Everyone, love. Fuck each other. I'm unattached. Right. But the reality is most of you can't handle an open relationship. <laughs> no one can. Right. No, truly. We, we, we live in the time of extremes. Mm-hmm. The extremes have taken over. Mm-hmm. We have to admit to the extremes. Like the extremists, and I, I, that word, it's, it's true. The right and left of every situation mm-hmm. takes over when most of us are fuddy-duddy, monogamous, fucking quarter-zip sweater losers. Losers. Yank missionary. Cool. Right. Married within three years. You're a missionary done. sex bitch. Bitch. And it's okay to admit that. Yeah. And, we for, we, and when you say, I don't want an open relationship, you have this one woman with a, with her hair in an updo mm-hmm. and a, um, you know, a big earring, that, like one mm-hmm. earring that's a feather. And the other is a, a wishing well. Yes. And 
There's like um there's like um dream, dream catcher. catcher. Right. Yeah, there's she's, somewhere in there. She's just went she, to wear a pentagram. A she goes, "Oh, you hate yeah. open relationships." Huh? And oh. you're like, "No, no. I just and you you have to like you have to do a 7-minute explanation. Yeah. I think people can do it. I'm okay, but you just it ain't sound for like me. a fucking Republican. Right. You're you, talking to this hippie bitch <laughs> with hairy armpits right. and you're like, "Sorry, I prefer one cock at a time." Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get emotional. You know, yeah. like I, I'm sorry like and listen, and now what's going on is, you know, us fuckboy bros mm-hmm. are, aren't as dumb as we look. <laughs> we know. Because now non-monogamous, open, what is it called? Uh, ethically non-monogamous. Ethically non-monogamous. Yeah. E-N-M. Right? Is My that, favorite kind of music. Right. You know. We fuck many people. So many titties. So many titties. Nips, 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 nips. She wants it too. She wants to be with everybody. And it's ethical. Nips, nips, lick. Right. That guy, Mr. Liberal. Right. Gets to paint Mr. Liberal. Mr. Liberal. I'm here at the party. Ready to fuck. That's Mr. Liberal. Yeah. Mr. Liberal gets to walk in and be like, ethically non-monogamous, uh, and they've just rebranded fuckboy. I love women. Right. Shut up. That's why I love them all. Right. And it's like, there's the 0.2% of the population that do do this, mm-hmm. they live a different lifestyle than you. They right. don't live in the suburbs. They're not looking to move to the suburbs. They're not looking to get married. So what happens is, because these people get a place at the table mm-hmm. of discussion, people can use it to kind of get what they want. And, and they almost kind of gaslight you into thinking that you not wanting an open relationship is not cool enough. It can like, happen like, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. it can go that way. It can also go the way that they get out of, you know, we talk about breakups. Yeah. You know, you saying, I'm bored of this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's a very hard thing to say to mm-hmm. someone. You know what's easier? I'm an ethically non-monogamous and yeah. you're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Now yeah. you have a reason. We have different values. Right. And it's like, okay, one is just a coward right. that is using wordplay to get out of something they didn't mm-hmm. want to do. And listen, I am that coward. You don't think I've thought, right. like, what if I just say, yeah. I want ethically, and I know they don't want. Right. We, so it's like. It's like, a, it's like your cop out. Right. So let's let's read this. Dear J Train, love the podcast. I'll get right into it. I have this friend, quote unquote, Katie, who recently got married. She and her now husband are doing long distance, about three to four hour drive, and have been so for years. Mm-hmm. Before they got married this mm-hmm. summer, they had an had been open since about November. So they got married this summer. They've been open since November. So almost a year of open. Okay. Okay. She had met a she had met a guy quote-unquote Brian, who she started hooking up with, along with several other men. She hadn't, much, uh, she hadn't had much experience dating prior to her husband. See, like, no experience dating. You get married. This guy, you, you're long-distance married, which right. strange What itself, is that about? Off. Driving four hours to see your husband? Right. And it's like, and now the solution is we'll be married, but you can go date and I can go date. Right. I don't know. This all seems fraudulent. And again... When I say it seems fraudulent, I'm looking at the situation. I'm not saying open relationships fraudulent. I'm saying this one, this one is, is weird. coming with some weirdness. It's a little shaky. And no dating experience before your husband? She writes, she hadn't had much experience dating prior to her husband, and I'm pretty open sexually. See, this is what this person has to say. Yes. They go, I'm open sexually, so I've always wanted to support my friends in their exploration. Mm-hmm. Right? We... we <laughs> This person doesn't want to be uh, Shooter McGavin, Scrooge McDuck. Not at all. You know, no, no, conservative, Mc- conservatives. And, and it's like, that doesn't need to be said. Not at all. I'm open sexually. I suck a couple dicks. Every so often. Right. I'll, I'll take candy. I'll do no, no condoms. I'm crazy. <laughs> the issue started arising when this guy, Brian, started acting consistent with her, canceling dates, taking uh, days to respond. She developed feelings for the guy. No, this oh, is the, the other guy. She's getting ghosted by open, a side piece. Right, okay. Right. Okay. It gets confusing. This is something she and her husband never talked about, but he seemed to be supportive, comforting her, and saying things like, see, I told you he'd text back. Oh, it's so weird. <gasps> Ew, it's weird. Whatever. That's not the issue. The issue is, was how whenever this was happening, she was exhausting to be around. It was nonstop complaining about him being in such a bad mood. It ruined outings we had planned. And constantly redirecting the conversation to, do you think guys think 
Do you guys think he'll text me back? So she's got multiple men mm-hmm. and she's complaining about one of them one. to probably her single friends who are like, I don't got shit. We have none. Can you give me one? Right. Just because you send Brian my way. Yeah. Just because you've agreed to this other lifestyle right. that attracts more men. Right. Don't get that is a part of this. Yes. If you're ethically not, if you're like, I'm in an open relationship, guys come in, especially this guy, quote unquote, Brian, mm-hmm. because he knows I'm not the first guy. I'm the backup. I'm the backup. I, I'm going to hit and it. run. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to text you back right away. There's I owe house. you nothing. You got yeah. another guy to text. Yeah. My friends and I all try to be empathetic because she doesn't have a lot of dating experience and we want to support her. But her emotional investment in this random man who didn't even know her situation took a toll on us all. We were relieved when she got married and moved back to her school's town and happy for her and her new husband. We were in a one year out program together. I guess they were in a program. However, now that it has been a couple months since her wedding and she and her husband are now long distance, she's met a new guy she's going on Mm -hmm. dates with and starting to have feelings for who she also hasn't told what her open marriage... She hasn't mm. told him about the open marriage. She's got to do that. Oh, you got to do that. First I'm happy day. to support my friend in some ways, but I can't listen to her constantly whining about these random men she's dating, not texting her back anymore or canceling dates. It's exhausting, especially when she brings it back to, I don't know how you keep dating. She's <laughs> I'm married. Gl- I'm glad I have husband's name supporting me. For reference, I'm perpetually single and recently went through a bad breakup with a man with some emotionally manipulative tendencies. This is the most annoying friend you could ever have as a single person. Definitely. Definitely. How do I tell my friend I think she should be honest with men about her situation? How do I tell her that the way she deals with uh, with it is emotionally exhausting for my other friends and I while still trying to be a good friend? Curious to hear your thoughts. I mean, we've given a lot of thoughts on this whole thing. I would say... She, first off, before we get into anything, she's got to. It's got to be about you. It can't be about and other people are talking. I get yeah. It won't go the right way. What do you think, Maddie? Okay, so um, first of all, my strategy always when I'm sick of someone talking about something, I just change the topic. I just change right. the subject. I just divert <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Right. And then the more you like, and I've seen it. People do it with me. I dated someone who I wouldn't stop talking about, and then people just stop responding or they would change it and I learned like oh okay bitches are tired of me talking about this (laughs) so you can start signaling to her that it's a little Mitch but again you can't really control how she dates if she's like how do I tell her she needs to tell these men like it's the unawareness it's the unawareness yeah and she's new to dating too so she has no idea what the fuck she's doing it's also you you, not all new to dating is is, is the same yeah you're married you have a husband you're out there dating you have to admit your situation is fucking different Mm-hmm. This is the thing. They have a seat at the table and they should have one seat as opposed to the same amount of seats. Right. Because right. there's only a few, there's very few people. This is an unrelatable issue to most of our audience. Absolutely unrelatable. The only relatable issue is two friends that are dealing, that, uh, a friend being exhausting to another friend. That is a relatable topic. That's relatable. The way yeah. this is happening is unrelatable. Mm-hmm. Oh, my friend is in an open relationship and her, all the guys, her, her husband support yeah, him. Long distance. <laughs> like, what is going on? I'm, I'm getting confused, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So we have to like, I think you need to tell her you sound unaware. Yeah. I am single. And when you say I have the support of my husband, can you understand how shitty that sounds Mm -hmm. to me? I would tell this person, you seem unaware of that your situation is Mm -hmm. not the norm. Yeah. Like, and it's hard for me to care. Like, listen, woman with dating issues, you know, not the craziest thing in the world. Right. And I'm here to support Mm -hmm. you. Women with a husband who's supporting in every, uh, you know, with yeah. Uh, when you have backup love, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now you're going wackadoodle over some right. random dudes. Like maybe learn about like what you want from these dudes. That's what you should tell the friends. What do you want from these guys? Yeah, what's the end game? Yeah, but yeah. That I, I guess that is a great point because you do wonder like if your end game is nothing, then these guys don't really have to come back to you and so your anxious attachment like if you're it sounds like an anxious attachment and Mm. so she should probably not be in an open relationship but i can't control that so i think the friend needs to be like yo you gotta chill well it's well she's putting a band-aid on a flesh wound absolutely right so she's bleeding out right she has hemophilia at this point it's over and the band-aids are random dudes who come in to the fuck factory that they know they don't have to commit it to because this person and she's not even telling these guys i know when she and the reason she's not telling these guys is she's testing if yeah. they will commit to her, mm-hmm. which is even more fucked mm-hmm. up. That's what she's doing. A little bit evil. It's a little bit evil. Yeah. And, you, and she's basically saying, let me see if these guys would marry me too. I know, totally. And it's like, oh my God. So if you're not upfront, 
I think that's the thing that if this if I'm this friend, the thing to lean on is like I can't listen to this if you're not totally honest with these guys. Absolutely, because it's you're living weird. in a fantasy world yes. where it seems as though a professional might need to be coming in. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes, I would say. And whether that professional is a therapist or millionaire matchmaker, like someone <laughs> help this girl out because she's very confused. Right, and it, and it goes back to our original conversation about open relationships is an extreme. Mm-hmm. We have to, not that it can't happen. Again, what right. I'm doing right now annoys the fuck out of me. It can happen. No, 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 no. no, no. Show it, me it and I'll believe it. She is living in the extreme right. of lifestyles and then she is not admitting to that Mm -hmm. and so then she's going dating's hard it's like you have a husband yeah (laughs) yeah and when you're like in open it's supposed to be like you and the husband are supposed to be communicating all the time like the traditionally an open relationship is two weird motherfuckers who like communicate all that like polyamory they are it is so contract based that it's not even sexual anymore you're right exactly and we come across these people because we live a differing lifestyle Mm -hmm. when you're in comedy you meet the weirdo yes who does the actual version of this and (laughs) right they're weird and they're fucking I'm telling you they're weird. Calendar appointments for sex. Right. And, and, like and, and discussing, so how was your date with Artemis? Right. Like they date an Artemis. Exactly. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Maddie Smith. At so Maddie Smith. We have time for one more? One more or two more? One more. I think one. I, I like this one. This is a fun one. Okay. We'll leave out uh, the Crossroads one. We'll put that in the next episode. Um, let's do important fart tricks to share with the world. Hmm. Okay. Someone has come here with their fart expertise okay. to share with the J Train podcast listenership. Thankful. Thank- yeah, I'm thankful. We need it. J Train, thank you for your endless wisdom over the years. I have a very important PSA that you may benefit from yourself. Okay, a little judgment in that. Perhaps you already know about these tricks, but they blew my mind and I felt an obligation to share. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yep. I went to a bachelorette party this weekend with a group of 11 women. On the last night, we were talking about farts, digestive issues, as you mm-hmm. do, and discussed the issue of going on a vacation with a new partner. Mm-hmm. I personally have many digestive issues and deal the smelliest farts of anyone I know. Mm. So I was surprised that I didn't already know all the tricks. These are two new tricks that I learned. Okay. Okay. One, if you're in a hotel room with your new partner and worried about an audible fart happening while you're in the bathroom with a shitty thin door, grab a small wad of toilet paper to gently hold over your butthole. This muffles the fart and apparently works every time, although I have yet to try it. So you take a wad of toilet paper, you put it over your butthole. Mm -hmm. And it absorbs the sound? I guess it absorbs the sound and the smell. I would have to try it at home first. Right, and I'd have to wash my hands after. Absolutely. I, mean, I would think the hands would smell. Abs- yeah, that seems like a lot of bacteria. She doesn't say, grab a small wad of toilet paper. I would think if you wet it, maybe it would help. The acoustics. The acoustics. So you're muffling. You know, Shelby's our sound expert, so you would be right. best to ask about this. It, it helps with the acoustics. See, when I go on a vacation with someone new, if I'm looking to muffle my own farts, mm-hmm. I spread ass cheek. Yeah, I do that too. Right. Or I just like take 10 showers in the day. I showers, always just do it in the shower. Shower farts, great. Also, yeah. the weirdest smell because it feels like yeah. you're bathing in the yeah, fart. Yeah, it does. It does feel like that a little bit. Two, if you're worried about your partner being able to hear the plop of the poop, mm-hmm. put a wad of toilet paper in the toilet first, which mm. softens the noise made. I've heard this one. I've heard that too. That's interesting. I've never cared about the plop of the poop. My right. move is when I, I do it like I, I, I got hand on the mm-hmm. flusher. Mm-hmm. This is my move. Oh, you flush like as it's going down? I basically want to swish the poop. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. want it to go straight from asshole down the drain. <laughs> so I, I as I'm sitting there, I got... So my move is I spread ass mm-hmm. cheek on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I put my hand on the flusher, yep. ready to go. At the sound of three, I go one, two, three. I push out the shit, flush Boom. at the same time, straight down. Right. I think I've done something like that before. That's Do you ever get worried about the multiple flushes, though? I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because I would assume the way I'm thinking someone on the outside is hearing it go, oh, he walked in, did a pre-flush. Right, right. Now the poop begins. Right. 
sometimes I'll wash my hands. Like if I had to do a couple of flushes, I'll wash mm. my hands, blow my nose, like do some activities in there that makes it sound like I just like toss something in the toilet. And right. Then... <laughs> Let me do some other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night I was at the cellar and someone on the wait staff, all the, the it was at the Village Underground mm-hmm. where we were, we yeah. did the show. I got a little drunk. Um, I went in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. One of the wait staff people, I was waiting, they came out and they go, oh, I just shit in there. It's going to smell. I was like, oh. we don't need to say that. Honest. It was a little too honest. honest. It, and the seat was warm, which I always appreciate. <laughs> right, but right. This was, but now you know why. Right. Yeah. I, I could live in my own imagination. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can. Oh, it's a bidet. Right. Yeah. Do you have any tricks? Any other good um, tricks? I don't, re- I don't really have digestive issues, thank fucking God. But I definitely. That's how white you are. I know. Right. Anything. And while now, they're yeah. like. <laughs> Like even a Jew, they'd be like, nah, nah, nah. I know, right. Too many digestive issues, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I usually, I definitely will like sh- combine my shower with my shitting. Right. You know, That's I'm going to go shower and then also shit. Because no one times a shower, really. If you're right. within 10 minutes, right. you're good. Right. I, I don't know. I also just, early in a relationship, I ain't vacation with someone I haven't shit in front of. That's the other thing is like, if you're on vacation, I think. You should be, I mean, I would. And I know, listen, I, I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, if I'm on vacation with mm-hmm. someone, that person's heard the fart, mm-hmm. smelled the fart. They've seen your the balls fart. from every which way. All they've seen the your balls. taint. They've seen your fucking, they've seen everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. That's why it's like, why, if you're going on vacation, you shouldn't be worried about, you shouldn't be doing the toilet paper over your That's asshole. not a relaxing vacation. No way. If, if part of my vacation includes, how am I going to poop? Nah. <laughs> nope. That ain't a that nope. ain't the beach. Nope. That's a, that's that's work. That's work. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie Smith, thank you for coming thank on. Thank you for having me. I hope I gave good advice. I think you were fantastic. I think the audience is going to be very excited to hear and watch and all that stuff. Go follow Maddie at yes. so Maddie Smith. She's on the road doing stand up comedy. Hilarious. Watched her murder last night at So Maddie Smith. The podcast is called That Time of the Week. Yes, correct. There we go. Go listen. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>